Hello, everyone. It's Sean A. Boxdale of the 10 Minutes of Truth podcast. 10 Minutes of Truth is proud to introduce Mr. Wayne Suffin. Wayne is a soft Boston, Virginia native, an artist, author, and entrepreneur. He has shown artistic and creative abilities since the early age of three. Wayne attended the University of Virginia, where he majored in psychology and minored in studio art. He is the father of four. Wayne's artistic style has been growing and changing over the years. His comic drawing style would fit into the cartoon realism category. However, recently he has dabbled with a more manga stylized drawing style. Wayne has written several children's books with great stories and positive messages. In the future, he is looking to possibly delve into writing novels. Wayne is now focusing his sights on being an author illustrator. Wayne owns the publishing companies that publishes his literature. 10 Minutes of Truth and the Boots on the Ground initiative is looking forward to exploring how Wayne can benefit the youth of today by exposing them to graphic arts, authoring, and publishing books, and the graphic novels by way of Boots on the Ground initiative. Thank you, and stay tuned. Hello, my name is Wayne Sutton. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm an artist, illustrator, writer, do lots of things, um, entrepreneur. But one of the things that uh, I really want to kind of introduce and talk about uh, are my comic books. Uh, that is one of the areas that I am focused on at this point. And the reason that I got really focused on that is because in the past, there haven't been a lot of heroes that look like myself. Uh, growing up, um, I read comics and I like comics. And uh, one of the things that, uh, like I said, there are no real identifiable characters. So... Uh, I decided to actually start going in that direction and and drawing characters that were, you know, identifiable with me. Um, I started off with sending submissions to uh, the big two, Marvel and DC. I uh, got re responses back that I had a lot of potential and it was, you know, uh, that that was something that I could look forward to in the future, but as of right now, I needed to work on a few things. I was about 18, 17, 18 when, that, when I did that. Uh, my first actual comic book that I actually produced was in college with a guy named Steve Powell that was done uh, our senior year as we were coming out, and it was called Cyworks. It uh, dealt with, it was a futuristic thing. The, the U.S. had been divided into quadrants, and we had these cybernetic heroes. So... It sold well. Uh, we put it in the local stores in Charlottesville, but what really happened, it, it didn't sell well enough and we had to get quote unquote real jobs. So we got got the real jobs and uh, life happened, uh, but I continued to work on my comics. Uh, and within that, uh, within that time frame, uh, I learned a lot working on comics. Um, but there wasn't a lot of information out there if you weren't in a, in a major city because I, I grew up here in South Boston and this was before the internet. So we couldn't just go in and Google comic books and comic cons and, and all that information. So I was, uh, I was about 40. That, I'm kind of dating myself. <laughs> Let you all know how old I, I, I really am. Uh, when I went to my first comic book convention. But nonetheless, it energized me. And I really got into uh, the the whole comics thing, and I, that's when I had start been working on uh, the first published work, which is Steel Mittens. Um, that was a graphic novel that um, I, I, I I produced, and it, that that graphic novel uh, 
a little bit about it. It's about Santa Claus becoming a vigilante. It's a satirical look at uh, these big business conglomerates decide, hey, you, you, you got this guy giving away free toys and it's cutting in on our bottom line. So they go up to the North Pole and create some problems and Santa, Santa has to handle it. But uh, that was the first actual graphic novel. And really quick, uh, I want to tell you that uh, a lot of people are like, well, what's the difference between a graphic novel and a comic book? Well, a graphic novel essentially is a comic book that's 64 pages or more. And the reason I started doing more graphic novels is because as a one-man show, it's easier to produce a graphic novel um, you know, within a, a certain amount, within the, I guess you got you got a span of time you can do the graphic novel within and, and opposed to a serialized comic book, which you have to deliver one every month or so. Uh, and if you, if you ever look at the interior of a comic book, there's a team of people that are working on those comic books. You got a penciler, you got an inker, you got a colorist, and, you know, every now and then you might have a guy that does the word balloons and the editing. So that's like four people. So if you're going to do a, com a, a monthly comic book, it's hard for one guy to do that every month. Uh, 24 pages. So um, graphic novel was the, the best direction for me to go in. So I put out that first graphic novel, Steel Mittens, and uh, that was pretty good. I was I was uh, I, I liked it. I, you know, a lot of people. I got good feedback from it. Um, and then that brings us to the second. My second go at uh, doing a graphic novel is called Dirty Clergy. Now that's uh, that's an interesting take on we have what we have going on with this one is there's a, a Baptist minister and a Catholic nun that have to start uh, fighting demons and vampires and uh, all those things that go bump in the night in order to uh, for their own salvation. That that's that's the choice that they're given, and uh, so. Bishop Robert Jackson and Sister Maria Ortega become the dirty clergy. And they start, you know, this that first graphic novel uh, with them in it sets the tone of how they became how they got on this road to become these particular type heroes. Um, coming out with a uh, second um, graphic novel with dirty clergy, uh, it's been a, a good look because uh, my most recent Comic Con that I went to, uh, we had some people, I had some people show up as my characters. And when you start having fans dress as your your characters, that that is a really cool thing. I just, uh, the, the gentleman that came, he's been dressing as uh, Bishop Robert Jackson. His name is Fr Fred Holt. But the thing, they surprised me, this gentleman surprised me at the, the Black Label Con that I went to. And his wife came as uh, Maria Ortega, the, the nun in the book. And um, she said, I usually don't, you know, get involved and dress up and do the whole cosplay thing. But I read the book and the character resonated with me. And I was like, hey, you know, Fred, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll dress up, I'll do cosplay as Maria Ortega. Uh, it was interesting because she said at one point in her life she had thought about being a nun. And there were so many uh coinciding facts or, or things that that were that were having gone on in her life that led with this character that led her to do the cosplay so i was really you know proud and depressed about that and you know i was telling everybody i took pictures they're on my facebook page of me and uh uh fred and his wife happens to be named maria uh dressed as my characters 
Um, so that that was a real, real, really awesome thing. Um, now I've done a lot of comic books, like collaborations with a gentleman by the name of Jabbar Brown, and uh, those are uh, we we were, we were going to do a uh, I guess a collaborative website where those are going to be on. But my next, uh, I guess, project, my project that I did rec most recently did with Chabar is called The Neighborhood Watch. And that is a uh, very, very exciting book. Uh, th that came about, Jabbar had been uh, trying to get in touch with some hip-hop stars. Uh, I don't know if you, everybody remembers Sadat X from Brand Nubian, but he's one of the, he's like the head man in this comic book. His, his manager contacted us because uh, she was stating that um, what is, you know, what's going on? I hear you guys are trying to do a comic book and, you know, things need to run through, uh, <laughs> management. So we're, we were okay. We, we, we got everything straight contracts and we were able to get spice one to give us okay to use his likeness, uh, Q Bossolini, um, AG as well as, uh, Northside Outlaw. So this, uh, the neighborhood watch is a book, a story. It's a it's a story with lots of twists in which uh, Sadat and the other hip hop stars become heroes, and they're doing. They face a lot of issues that we're dealing with today. Um, some of the things that they are that they're doing in this first book uh, deals with some social justice things, and uh, that may, uh, may 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 make people think think about some things. Uh, one, uh, the secondary thing is. Uh, when we first uh, got the call from his manager, she was like, well, will you all be able to use the language that, that, that may occur, you know, within uh, some, of the, some of the lyrics? And, you know, we, we agreed to do it. We're, we're, we're not going to censor anything in that respect. Uh, if, it's, if, that, if that's the genre that we're working in and that's, the, that's what they want to do with the specific book because we're an independent author owned, uh, created, uh, studio, um, we were able to do that. So I would, I would definitely say this book would be probably 13, age 13 and up. That would be, a the, the you know, uh, age range that, you know, some of the words and it, it's nothing, uh, out of the realm of, of, you know, ex, you know, gratuitous violence or anything like that, but there's some, you know, few curse words. Um, the then there's a secondary book that came out of the the neighborhood watch, which was uh, the neighborhood watch is like issue two. It just features uh, AG and Sadat in it. And the cool thing about this, you can buy a bundle pack. The bundle pack has a 45 inch vinyl record and a poster that comes along with the comic book that you can get, um, and that continues the neighborhood watch story. But those are some of the the most prevalent books that I have out right now. And uh, I appreciate any support. If you want to just kind of check me out on social media, um, I have uh, just started a new Facebook page. Uh, it's called Graffiti Manga. Um, I have a, uh, also a website where I'm doing a web comic that um, I'm going to turn into a comic book. And it's called Astral Jacks. And Astral Jacks deals with a, a guy that's going in an astral plane. And you can start reading uh, that on actually on the web comic. And that website is graffitimanga.com, and that's G-R-A-F-F-I-T-I-M-A-N-G-A.com, graffitimanga. And 
if you if you can't find like if you if you're having trouble uh, finding the actual websites, you can always just go to waynesutfin.com. I have everything linked up on there, and that's Wayne Sutfin, and Sutfin is S and the Sam U T P H I N dot com, and I have all my books and everything listed on there. Um, I have a YouTube. Uh, channel that I'm, um, I'm I'm building at this point, and it has the same name, Graffiti Manga, and on there I'll be talking about comics and uh, comics, uh, you know, things within the comics genre. So definitely check it out, support me. I'd appreciate any support, and if you would like to purchase any of these books, uh, they're on Amazon, and you can reach them from the WayneSuffin.com page or the Graffiti Manga page. I appreciate you tun tuning in and listening to a little bit about me today, and uh think in the near future, I may have some more coming, um, talking about doing some more podcasting. I'd like to thank Sean Barksdale and Boots on the Ground for providing me with this opportunity to let you know a little bit about myself and letting you know about the comics and comic industry and how I got into the comic industry. I'd like to challenge you to uh, step outside of your maybe comfort zone and try something new. The sky's the limit. Go for it.